Hello, and welcome back, or for the first time, to Esther Club. It's a, a safe, positive, fun zone, SPF, where we will talk about things that we talk about, and it has a, we're a mid-century modern social club vibe, although that is not reflected in any way in the show tone, looks, sound, or content, but that's just kind of what we're going for, um, is a thing we say. This is my show, and I have a sidekick. His name is Carlos. He's here. Hello. Hi. How are you? Um, today on this episode, we will... A, cra- a crazy thing happened last night. I'm just going to come out and say it. Last night... I was with you last night. I know. I'm telling oh, the okay. audience. I don't remember the crazy thing. Carlos, you're already talking No, much. there's not... <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, what happened? I'm gonna tell the people listening. Okay. A crazy thing happened last night. I went to a basketball game for the first time, probably in like 20 years. Um, I really hate sports. I hate sporting events, live events more than I hate sports, but it just so happened the stars kind of aligned where someone had free tickets and it's the holiday season, so there's not much like work stuff going on. And I assembled a really fun group and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to eat popcorn. I'm going to drink a Coca-Cola and a Sprite, two sodas, and... I'm going to focus on the company and the food, and I'm not going to worry about, like, the stress of the game. And to be honest with you, it was a Clippers versus... Suns. Phoenix Suns, Phoenix right? Suns, yeah. And I didn't really watch the game at all. Oh, my, Adam Sandler was there. Mm-hmm. We didn't, like, see him or talk to him. Carlos was at the game with me. Um, he was there with Kevin Garnett. And Billy Crystal, courtside. That's so funny because literally before the game, you and our other friend, we'll call him Han, mm-hmm. said, oh, Esther, like you should call your publicist and tell her that you're going to the game and maybe they'll like promote Dollface, like the star, one of the stars of Dollface. Mm-hmm. And I said that to my significant other who also came with. And he was like, that's like not for people like you. That's for like Billy Crystal. And then Billy Crystal was there. and But he didn't even get a shout out. Yeah, I don't know why. Usually they shout out all the celebrities at the Clipper games and the Laker games. <sighs> yeah. I think because it was Jewish Heritage Night, they only showed – they showed Sandler. Is Billy Crystal not Jewish? Well, they he might have not checked it off on the thing beforehand. Like, do you want to be, like, on the Jumbotron? Oh. Like, are you Jewish? I think it was, like, a Sandler uncut gems kind of thing. Like, Promo, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of weird. Why? It's like associating uncut gems with like Judaism. I don't think that. Hard. I don't think that was what was happening. Oh really? No. The not picture at all. I took of the jumbotron had Sandler and Kevin Garnett, and it like showed like from the stars of uncut gems or whatever, and all around it it had a bunch of stars of David, and it's a Jewish heritage. But I don't think those were related. I think you just think they were, but I don't think they were. Okay. Well, we can look it up somehow. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so the game was we were in a box so what that means is like uh i don't know 
you're just like in a box and there's a bunch of seats and there's like room to walk around. So it was kind of comfortable. There's a fridge. There's like free drinks. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I obviously don't drink alcohol, but I did get two free sodas and a free smart water. And it was fine. It was like a hangout, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't think of, I don't know, man. I don't know about sports. What's up? I just like sports. I just don't. But, like, you didn't even watch the game that much. Like, what happened at the box that is, like, stressing you out Nothing. Today? It was fun, but I honestly, what's stressing me out right now is I have nothing to say about it because I didn't watch the game at all. Oh, but so much more happened. You drank a bunch of Coca-Cola. There was an incident with the water. Yeah, I mean, all my friends are fucking babies. You threw water on someone. I poured water on someone. Barely a li- I poured a little bit of smart water on the back of our friend Hans. <laughs> jacket and it was a leather jacket and he got mad and it was just like a whole mess. Yeah, anyways was... we were in the william morris box and we embarrassed ourselves in front of whoever was around us and i don't know who they were but um so i went to a sporting event how do i feel about it i feel like no one should ever spend money on me to go to a sporting event like it would be a waste of money yeah. but i also feel like it was good for me to do something that i wouldn't normally choose to do that's like that's all what I feel like for me what 2020 is going to be all about now we are recording this before 2020 starts so bear with me but I do feel that for me for resolutions like I like to test them out a little bit <laughs> and if this is coming out in January like you're still in the the zone where you can still be testing things out I feel like things don't really click until February but this is really early to be testing <laughs> This December, is it's no, admirable. Mid-December. I hope this is all true. Because if you're testing like a resolution mid-December that you plan on 2020, it's kind of cool. I have to. It's cool. December and January are like the resolution grace periods. So like test stuff out. See if you really feel it's realistic. You'll commit to that resolution. And so this last night I was dipping my toe in. I did something I wouldn't normally do. Did it expand my mind? No. Did it get me... <laughs> off of my phone for three hours and laughing with friends yes kind of that's something we still went on our phones we had wi-fi in the box which is something you don't get anywhere else really yeah i've never been on my phone at a clipper game i also ate like so bad and i don't i don't feel that bad about it even though i did just cover my face and get into a weird tone i'm okay um let's start off let me do a full body scan this is one of our segments i just scan head to toe how am i feeling um i'll start at the top i don't have any face tingles today so oh, that's nice. good that's really good that your face doesn't tingle but the I'm only very happy the only thing is that sometimes when i acknowledge the tingles they'll start hmm. <laughs> interesting okay uh everything feels good neck shoulders uh, I do feel a weird tingling thing in my hand, but it's almost like um, a, a pressure and not a tingle. Mm, I had that last night. I was really annoyed. Really? I had like a pressure tingle in my left <laughs> hand. Fucking liar! I'm not lying. <laughs> I get the pressure tingle sometimes. Okay. Jesus. Going down. Uh, you didn't do chest or stomach or anything. There's like nothing there. Okay. Hips are good. I think I'm good. Head to toe, just a little. Tingle pressure in legs. the legs are good. Feet. I worked out today. Oh my god. Okay. So this morning I went to the gym. I, th- it's not like a real gym. It's like a place where you 
go with a trainer. Like it's not it's not like I go and work out on machines by myself. Like a fancy gym. It's not it's not fancy oh. at all. It's just like a place where trainers, I think they rent space. Oh, okay, okay. And then like you they tell you what to do with the machines. Okay, okay. so I walk in, I like start doing my little warm up stretch thing, and I hear someone go, Esther? Oh no. And I'm like, who is that? And I look over. It's Shay Mitchell. Oh wow. I know. She like runs over to me, gives me a hug. I was so happy to see her. It was such a good feeling to see like a super famous, cool person who was happy to see me. And like, I, it reminded me like, oh my God, Shay is my friend who I worked with for four months on Dollface because since we've not been shooting, I just follow her on Instagram and I haven't seen her. And you know, she had a baby, like she travels the world and stuff. And I'm like, I look at her and I'm like, oh my God, that's like Shay Mitchell. Like now that I have distance from her, I look at her like mm. she's like this like influencer, Kardashian, famous superstar. Yeah. So it was nice to see her and be like, oh my God, like Shay's my friend. I love her. And she looks so cute. She's so pretty. Are you going to hang out with her at all? I think I'm going to go visit. I have a baby gift. So I'll go drop that off. Where'd you get it? Why? I mean, like, where'd you get like, where'd you get this baby gift? Like, I wouldn't know where to get a baby gift. Yolk. That's the only store I know about that has like baby gifts. It is not a. Do you it, not want to talk about the gift? Well, it's weird to say where. I don't know. Okay, now we, we don't have to do it then. Okay. Okay. I don't want to reveal what I got. Like, what if I don't uh, drop it off in time? And she's obviously going to listen to this. Trying to give yourself leeway. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it was really cool seeing her. And then when I was at the gym, the owner of the gym, who I always stare at, I stare at this, he's a trainer there, and he was actually training um, Shay, mm -hmm. and I always stare at him because he looks so familiar. And then when I was leaving, he's like, hey, like, I think we went to a Lady Gaga concert. And I was like, oh my God. I, what? I know. I was like, I could see the photo of me dressed up as Lady Gaga in 2009. Kimmel? Kimmel, a, what? A Jimmy Kimmel? No, at the, the um, I want to say it was at Nokia. Oh, it was like a real show. Yeah. Not like the, the Jimmy Kimmel one. Yeah. Oh, and okay. it was uh, me, him, and then one of my old roommates who was his trainer at the time. So it was just kind of funny, like LA moment for someone to be like, Hey, we, we went to a Lady Gaga <laughs> concert together 10 years ago. And for me to be like, you're not lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I know. It was it was funny. I want to pull up the picture somehow, but I don't know where it is. Onine Gaga was so fun. Onine Gaga we was like the only Gaga I really look to right now. When she played Bad Romance on SNL for the first time on the piano, I remember just like being in my really really not nice studio apartment like waiting to go to the comedy store on saturday night watching that on illegally on youtube or whatever mm -hmm. so good so inspiring yeah i remember we used to listen to her in your car the same car you have today <laughs> in the same condition <laughs> no it was detailed the other day i forgot now it just smells like fucking shampoo chemical i'm swearing today yeah but you roll down the windows on our way to the comedy store the other night and it was like 49 degrees out and you're like i got a detail today it smells <laughs> it was the most frigid <laughs> drive um speaking of a liar uh, the person of lady gaga not lying i want to introduce a new segment and i don't have a name for it but 
I want to talk about a time that in your week you have been in an encounter with someone and you think they're lying. Mm. I'll go first. Yeah. So I went to the um, periodontist who was great. And what I, is that? It's a gum specialist. I don't need gum surgery. That's I. Ah, that's awesome. You went to that. Huge round of applause. I don't need gum surgery. This is a big deal for me. Oh, it is. I didn't even know about yeah. the gum. I thought trauma. I was because I have so I grind really bad, um, and I thought because of my grinding and my basically my grinding has led to gum recession. Yeah. So I thought I was going to need gum surgery, and he was like, "No, you're not there yet. Like, let's just check in in a year." <laughs> a year. <laughs> Oh, man. Can you imagine being in a social situation and like you had coffee with someone and you're like, let's I'll see you in a year. Like that's so much power to be like, all right, we just need to do this once a year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I you pay them. <laughs> so there's so many people, though, like today. I, that's so mean. So many liars. No, so many people in my life where I'd love to be like, see you in one year. Yeah, I kind of do do that to some people. I'm really? like, I'll see you in six months. Like it's good. Not six months. A full year. Okay. Well, I do six months. <laughs> With who? Just like random comedians and stuff. And yeah. It, yeah. It's like whatever. So, um, oh, I want to share the advice that the gum specialist gave me. Okay. He said, hold your toothbrush like a flute. He's like, don't grip it, but like hold it. Don't it grip. Lightly. Like the way you would play a flute, I guess, is like you have a light grip. Okay. So it's like hold your toothbrush lightly and just be gentle. And that actually was the first advice huh. I ever got that like made sense with me for how to be gentle. Okay. So he gave me just that. Just in general in life, like how to be gentle. <laughs> oh, I thought that's what you actually meant. <laughs> no, for brushing. Oh. <laughs> gentle. And, oh, he said you have to brush for two minutes. And that most people think that you are brushing for two minutes, but it's actually only around 47 seconds. Wow. So think about that when you brush your teeth and you time it today. Okay. Gentle? Maybe. Like a flute, 2 minutes. The flute thing is confusing me. Like I'm going to have to like YouTube it or go over it a couple times. Light hold your tool lightly. What about just like Don't a really nice like toothbrush, like an electric toothbrush? That qual it's any toothbrush. Oh, okay. So you're just like What do you have? I have like a sh like a very cheap electric one. I used to have a cheap electric one. What do you have now? Like, like something from CVS, like Crest or whatever. Non-electric or non-electric. Oh, I, I like I, it. I wonder if electric is a scam. I feel like it kind of is. Oh, it vibrates slightly. Who cares? Oh, and now you need our branded brushes every three months. They try and make them like look cool too, like. Do they? Yeah, like some like Sleep. stick on your ear. Yeah, like yeah. they look like the Apple version of a toothbrush. I have, like, I do have that toothbrush, and I do like it. Really, the one that sticks on your mirror? Yeah. Oh God, I hate that one. I, I do. I'm so against it. I'm, I'm up for it. I do think it's better, but I also am open to that. Anything could be a scam. That's, that's a life motto right there. I, re yeah, I was about Everything to say. Everything could be a scam if you go through life acknowledging that everything could be a scam. You might be more stressed out but you'll be on your toes. That's certainly true. <laughs> you will be on your toes the whole time. You will be really You may never anxious. be happy, <laughs> but you'll get scammed only a little bit. <laughs> That's supposed to be a normal you'll, amount. No, you'll, you'll know that you're being scammed. You'll just let it happen. 
<laughs> That's what I do with liars. I let them lie. Okay. That's where we were. So now I shouldn't say it was at the periodontist, but oh. at a generic tooth specialist's office, I get there and the receptionist is like, do you have your x-rays? And I'm like, no, you guys, I thought you guys were going to call my de- my dentist and get them. And she's like, oh, we called and no one answered. Call again. Right there. I'm like, lie. Yeah, no one answered. No <laughs> one answered the like the phone at a doctor's office. She's like, no one answered. And she here's how you know it's a lie. They say the first thing and then they add something else immediately. She said, no one answered. And she, I forgot the second part of the lie, but it was something like, no one, no one answered. And they won't send them to us because of the hippo. It's like individually they would have been fine. Yeah. But together it's too curious. Yeah. So I didn't say – you. that's the other thing that, that sucks when you feel like you know someone is lying. You absolutely cannot call them out. Why? Oh, no. One, because it's socially unacceptable. It's really rude and crazy and you'll They'll look freeze. crazy. And two, a liar will always take the lie to the next level. <laughs> yeah. She would have just kept lying. They double down. Yeah building a palace of lies in their head so i was like okay no problem i called and got him anyway that was my lie of the week did you have one i i had the one that you were involved with Hmm. the one where our friend han was trying to get us to go out to venice and he (laughs) wait yeah tell this our friend was trying to get us to go to venice he was going to go meet up with a girl and she he was going to go meet up with two girls and then as we got closer to the time to go he was like oh one of the girls has a boyfriend and then suddenly a third girl was going to come mm-hmm. and this girl apparently was the most attractive of them all and wouldn't you know it that one was for me <laughs> and so it's like retroactively like figuring out that like this whole thing was a lie and that I feel like this right, story. Yeah, he was like kind of salesmaning you, but I will. I will have to call you out. And okay. This is a general call out for most of my guy friends and okay. most guys. Like, what it, is it? It is creepy that guys talk about girls like that. Like, like what? That like, oh, oh, I'll get you one if you yes. come to like this. She's <laughs> for me. Like you people don't. And I, you're. Here's the thing. I feel comfortable saying this to you because I know you're not a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. people don't realize that that is inherent inherently objectifying one for me is like talking about a thing yeah but i'm not like definitely guaranteeing that i'm even gonna try and sleep with her or even you know what i mean i'm just like oh that's the one that's not the one john is trying to have sex with see though like it is it's okay i was down to go and i'm never involved in situations with guys where like multiple girls are showing up they're like oh this one's for you dude like (laughs) that's not like a thing that ever happens for me i know but i know for me (laughs) (laughs) i know but i'm just saying like it's just something to chew on for everybody okay don't need to chew on it that much (laughs) don't have that much in my mouth (laughs) but i yeah he was definitely like trying to get you to go by telling you there was a hot girl for you i wasn't even into that i know Whatever, we don't have to discuss these things. I know. Anyways, we are... um, We're at the end of the liar segment. Yeah. So I also did just want to say that... I I know I touched on this in the last episode, if that episode does make it to air. Um, I I have a tooth that has passed away. Mm -hmm. Um, My tooth is dead. 
My tooth is no longer with us. And I w- I'm not going to have my root canal when I thought I was going to have it. Okay. I'm going to take a beat and just spend time with my dead tooth and think on it and say a prayer. And I will keep everyone posted. But the plan is I'm going to see one more endodontist Okay. and get a second opinion and then maybe get a root canal. How do you find these doctors? Through your insurance? No. Oh, my God, no. Through Google. You like because like that's like some serious googling to find like the the specialists you're looking for. It's not that hard actually because the specialists there's less of them, so yeah. you're not like being choosy about it. Mm-hmm. It's more just like oh that's the one that's close to me. Like it's it's not that stressful. I see, I see. When you do the insurance thing, that's when it's stressful because they send you like a million options and mm-hmm. like you you don't know anything about any of them and everyone it just feels very generic. Do these people take your insurance? Yes. Oh, that's good. I have WGA insurance. So I'm very, very fortunate right now. I'll okay. lose it soon, but I have it for now. Why are you going to lose it soon? Because I haven't written anything Written anything <laughs> in a year. Okay. That's fair. <gasps> that's totally fair. <laughs> so, unless one thing that I wrote, if that uh, gets produced, then maybe I'll get to keep it. But mm-hmm. I don't think that'll happen in time. Um, Let us... Oh, the other thing I wanted to say about the basketball game. Okay. A soda is $9. What do you mean it's $9? Oh, to buy? Yeah. It made me think like if I lived off of the profits of the $9 (laughs) sodas at the Staples Center for one year, I would probably have, I would be, I would have the best salary like of anyone. Like, yeah, that's well, why Stable think? Center is so nice. <laughs> what, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so expensive. How much do you think Staple Center makes per year off of the $9 sodas? Because it has to be like pure profit, right? Yeah, it's like a comedy club. They're making money off like the drinks and all like all the concessions, all stuff like that. One time my dad, when I was telling him about like doing the road he was like you need to get a cut of the drinks i'm like dad no one gets that yeah (laughs) yeah he wanted you to get a little extra (laughs) come on man um how much do you think that is though a year's worth of the nine dollar just off the nine dollar drink yeah nothing else totally drinks alone no ice god is it like a million dollars i feel like it's more is it it's either it could be like 20 million it's not 20 i feel like it's two and a half million dollars off just the concession on soda profit if you're listening or watching please comment on the youtube video how much money does the staples center make profit per year off the nine dollar sodas or any arena where you are like what do you think like if you work at any arena oh yeah yeah not just staples. Well, it seems like we should keep it as staples, but you know what? I'm going to let it slide. But I'll say that staples, just because it's in LA or whatever, doesn't mean it's like bigger or smaller than like the Target Center in Minneapolis. Yeah, I assume but, that all arenas are roughly the same amount yeah. of giant. It's oh, not, like football stadiums are different, but not basketball. This might be helpful. I looked up staples seats 18 to 20,000. Okay. Depending on the event. That's not a lot. It's not? No. Okay, well, if each person got a soda. Well, each person doesn't get a soda. Right. I guess, how many people get a soda? Half? No way. I would say it's like 20%. 
I don't think everyone gets a soda because it's nine dollars. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Let's just call it a cool two mil. I feel like you're pulling that out of nowhere, so that's not going to be my guess. I feel like twenty Here, million is ridiculous. You have so can many you, texts. Can you do the the math of what's twenty percent? I have three notifications. Yeah. What would you do? 20%. 0.2 times. 20,000? Times. That's 4,000. Times nine. 36,000. 36,000 a night. Off soda. I forget fucking forget a year. The air conditioning bill at Staples for just one night would be like. I'm just telling you right now, I could live off of one night's worth of soda sales. No, you could not. Yes, I could. You could not live off $36,000. Are you crazy? Yes, I could. No, I'm not. You could not live off $36,000 a year. You don't. I think you don't understand because you you grew up rich. I think I've known you for a long time. You grew up rich. You grew up rich. I grew up like upper middle class. It's like very normal. Carlos, it's not normal to have your mom's Mercedes at 33. I'm 32 (laughs) and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's, God. It's just crazy that you think I can't live off 36K. I, I know I could. I, I know that I could. Yeah, I know you could barely do it. I just... You I, don't... I really don't think so. How... Like, okay, where would you live? A st- I'd live in a studio apartment, 1200 a month. Okay. Um, I'm doing math right now. Sure. 36... Okay, hold on. Hold on. So what's 30? 1,200 times 12 is 14. Okay. People do this all. This is what's crazy is like we're talking about, like I know people who make her, whose income is less than 36. You th- but I guess in LA it's trickier. Yeah. But you, I think you don't understand you have that. 21,600 left. That's plenty of money to live. For a year. Yes. What would you do? Like, I just don't think it's possible. People do this. Yeah, I don't you're think like you're one a- of them. <laughs> I was a babysitter for. You like- went to a gum specialist. <laughs> My dad's a doctor. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> it is so rich to go to a gum specialist. Yeah, it's actually not. It's you. If you need a gum specialist, you have to go. I mean, I don't think most. I also people have. Go. I have good insurance right now, and I think it's covered. Writers Guild of America insurance. Very bougie. I belong to the WGA and the LGA, the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> That's so silly. <laughs> That's a real curveball. I just got thrown. I've never heard of the Lollipop Guild. It's from Wizard of Oz. Oh, God. <laughs> I wish we'd named this podcast the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> Every episode, let's say what we wish the name was. Yeah. <sighs> I don't have any pitches for that right now. <laughs> well, you're out. I can't believe that you grew up so rich. You I didn't grow up so rich. <laughs> um, there were, yeah, like I, there were nicer neighborhoods than, than the ones I grew up that's in. That's what rich you, kids say. No, it's not. They always, I've never heard that sentence before. They always point to someone else who had more money than them. That's what our, we have a very rich friend who's, oh who is richer God. than you. I'll give you that. And he always talks about billionaires. He's like, Bill, he's like oh, man. Billionaires have so much. Well, that, uh, 
I'm not pointing to Elon Musk or anything and being like, oh, well, he has more than me. Like, that's not the case. It's like there's so many doctors in America. Oh, my God. Doctors are so rich. They're like, is your dad an evil doctor or a good doctor? No, he's a good doctor. He does like pro bono and stuff. He does? Yeah. Holy shit. That's cool. I love it. For like the immigrants at the border. Really? Mm -hmm. That is so cool. Yeah, like where Melania wore the jacket that said, I don't even care. Uh-huh. Like when the kids were in the camps. Yeah. Like that's where he lives during the week and he works at a hospital there. He lives somewhere during the week different? Mm-hmm. And on weekends, he drives back to- So you have two houses. No, I think he- I've never even been there. He lives in a apartment. So he has a second family? <laughs> I mean- There's another Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> you dude, you have a brother that you don't and a sister you don't know about. I hope they're cool. <laughs> they're usually not. They're Esther fans. <laughs> like Jesus, dude. Um They're usually not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you have a long lost sibling, they're just gonna be so weird. It's like too good to be true. It's yeah. Like, of course this isn't a cool Disney movie. <laughs> it's like we're of not going to be best friends. Of course, they're dressed so bad. And yeah, like, like they're into like the worst music. Ugh. <laughs> um, okay. I think I want to switch to a segment. Let's just do the food check-in because okay. that's an easy, quick food segment. Food check-in, yeah. So, sorry, I was looking at my phone to people who are watching, but I, I did take some notes to prep for this episode and was just scanning through those. Okay, so um, I don't have a note for my food check-in. I'm going to let you start the food check-in. Um, is this like what we're have a taste for right now? It could now? be either. You know what? I haven't been able to stop thinking about nachos from last night. Oh, those looked so good. Yeah, I had like I had like four or five nachos. They weren't mine. They were our friend Hans. I took them from him. Um It's so desperate to eat somebody's like nacho leftovers. <laughs> nachos are so they're like it's- sexual. Yeah, I feel like how you eat nachos may be an indication of how you, like, have If you're good sex. in bed. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want anyone, like, picking at it. Like, oh, I don't want cheese on my fingers. <laughs> like, you want, like, a man that's yeah. like, yeah, I'm into it. I want, like, the most. Like, I'll take the one with two connected. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I get that. I get that. Um. So what does it say about me just straight up taking Han's nachos? It says that you're, like. Alfred him. No, no, no. It says that, like, you don't have germ care. I do care about that, but I was amongst friends. But your hunger overpowered your fear. Your taste for those nachos overpowered your concern of germs. That's, like, a sexual thing. Like, mm. oh, it's, like, guys. Love sex in the back of a car. Exactly. Or, I like, like no condom. Like, it's, like, I'm just, I want it so we don't bad. Have to go dark. Sorry, that was too gross. It's not Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, we had no condom talk on the group text the other day. Why are you bringing that up? Why is that bad? <laughs> Not you- just you and me. <laughs> there was there were other people in the group text. You, yeah, we brought that up because someone we know <laughs> has had whatever an STD. Yeah, yeah. We don't STDs get into it. are fine. Yeah, Private they're fine. We're not shaming people for having them. Practice safe. Maybe sex. someone in this room has had one. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been someone. Okay. <laughs> the plant. <laughs> <laughs> it was the plant. Did you save these from the peninsula? Are these the rescue plants? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're getting out of control. All I asked is a food. I like food. that joke, and I've been saving it for like a month. For a food check-in. The rescue plant. <laughs> 
Mm. Oh, food, just nachos. Like, I'm just crazy. Oh, you're still craving nachos. Yeah, I'm still thinking about them. That's cool. So much that I really want to go see Star Wars at the Chinese theater just so I can get the nachos. Because Arclight doesn't do that shit. That is, by the way, so sexual that you're thinking about it from last (laughs) night. And you're, like, willing to to go out of your way to pursue. I'm telling you. Like, when you're like, oh, I don't care about driving to their place. Yes. Like, I'll go through an annoying intersection to get there. I'll park in a weird neighborhood. Yes. I see. Even though I once dated a guy who, every time he came over, he said he couldn't sleep over because he couldn't find parking. Like, When guys come over to your house, do they park in the loading zone when they fuck you? (laughs) Gross! All right. The loading, like they don't. No, stop. (laughs) I thought it was funny. (sighs) I'm traumatized by that word because my mom's first tweet was just did eight loads and counting. Laundry, that is. That was her first tweet? Yeah. My parents are. That's funny. Fucked up. But like she did like. Can I just give She did joke structure. I know. I think my dad helped her. I don't even know how he did that. If you have kids, do not talk about sex in front of them and think it's funny and cute and cool. It's not. It messes your kid up. I'm not your parent, though. I'm talking to the parents. I know, but I feel like like it was kind of directed at me. I was looking at the camera. Okay. You're like, you're so obsessed with yourself. That's not true. I'm not obsessed with myself. No, I think we landed on the fact that we are obsessed with ourselves, but uh, by the we way, don't like ourselves, so it's okay. Yeah, that's I like I like that. Yeah, it's so funny to accuse someone of either being dramatic or obsessed with themselves because like you can't you like painted them in a corner. No, the worst is when you say you're obsessed with someone else, like oh, in Mean Girls. It's yeah. like the worst. It's like the oh, rudest yeah. thing you say. Like he's obsessed with me. Yeah. Let's do that about people on this podcast, but as a joke, not as mean because it's a safe, positive, and fun. We don't talk SHIT about people. There's a guy at work that does that. He'll say, like, you're obsessed with me to people. Oh, he says it to their face. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. It's kind of annoying. Okay, let me do my food check-in. I had sweet green before I came here, and then I froze. I I melted chocolate a couple of days ago and then put it in little, like, silicone muffin cups and peanut butter and salt. So in my freezer, I have these little frozen peanut butter salty chocolate balls. Okay. Wow. Sounds like South Park, but. No, that's cool. So I had a bite of that. So when I want a sweet taste, I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess that's kind of my food check-in. Like I'm satisfied. I don't have a taste for anything. I had my healthy salad and then with like a lot of stuff in it, rice, tofu, like it was heavy, mm-hmm. you know, filling. And then I had my uh, sweet savory dessert taste so i feel i'm covered for a while do you ever get the grapes or raisins in your salads at sweet green no i don't like a sweet i don't like fruit in my salad i just like that's I creepy t- i took a chance on the grapes and i was kind of into it i really don't like fruit in the, in the salad um what were you gonna say i forgot <laughs> it's fine can we go to questions and concerns yes let me pull them up on my phone God, the guy hasn't texted me back yet about the Clipper tickets. Okay. Carlos is trying to get Clipper tickets tomorrow. He's hooked. Wait, if you go, will you get nachos tomorrow? Dirty free. You <laughs> Dirty free? You sex fiend. All right. I have a question. Okay. Who's it from? 
By the way, if you're just tuning in, Questions and Concerns is a segment where we take a question from a listener. We shout them out on Instagram. If you have a question, post on any of my Instagram photos um, your question. And that's Questions and Concerns is I take a concern from someone in my life, a family member, a friend. Basically, if you have my personal contact information, you're eligible to send in a concern. And it can be anonymous. You can send it to Carlos. My, I just got an email from Apple. This is billing problem, Disney Plus. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> just call your, why don't you just call your mom or dad? It's not an issue for them. I have a job at a dog rescue. I get paychecks sent to Cash App. God, I have so much proof of income. You do have income. I fully will not shame you for that. You, you work. Carlos, you hustle and you work. But that does here not mean that you don't also drive your mom's Mercedes at age 32 and a half. And it is such a nice Mercedes. You made it sound like it was going to be old and crusty. It's it's freaking new as hell. What yeah. year is it? 2014. Oh, my God. I know. I just. I can't believe you drive a car that's in the 10s plus. I know. It's crazy. I know. You rich ass. It's not rich to drive a car from the 10s plus. It it's is. about to be 2020. That <laughs> Was Obama was president when that car was created. That just hit me hard. The car doesn't know about you know who. My car is 19 years old. <laughs> it's hot. It's a hot chick. Okay. All right. This is from Becky M. Brown, and I really like this question. How has Donut helped you with your mental health and happiness? Oh, so Donut is my dog. She's on Instagram at Donut in the City. Thank you for this question, Becky. Becky. Donut has helped me with my mental health. This is an SAT question oh. where you where you put the question <laughs> at the beginning of the answer. I'm used to doing that <laughs> stuff. Um, like, if I could give it an A plus, if I could give it a a hundred thousand out of ten, Donut has helped me so much with my mental health because when I'm stressed and anxious, which I often am. I just go to her and she I like she's fluffy and sweet and kind and so happy to see me. I and also she gives me structure. I feel good when I take care of her as opposed to like before with my last dog Pepper who now lives with my parents. Like taking care of Pepper was just too stressful, mm -hmm. but I've now shifted my mindset where taking care of Donut, it's like it makes me feel I, I would liken it to like how I, I feel like a man would say this. Like when you ask a man to open a jar, like this is a very crazy old school reference, but like, and then if a man opened a jar, he probably feels like, oh yeah, like I did it. Like that's how I feel with Donut. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like the man, like I'm the mom. Mm -hmm. I took, I take care of this dog. Like it gives me the sense of pride and like that I accomplish my responsibilities. So it has that as well as just the good old fashioned like, soothing comforting happy to see me factor and i would really say that if you're thinking about getting a dog and you feel confident that you can manage it like really think about you know not you can't be away from your dog for more than six hours or you know whatever some dogs maybe can do more but um if you feel like you can afford it and you can manage that responsibility i would just read up on it and make sure that you can and if you feel like you can i highly recommend of course, and relevant. Carlos works at Vanderpump Dogs, which is a dog rescue. Like places like that are such good opportunities to to save a companion mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and the bond that you share will change your life for the better. That's how I feel. And before I got my dog, my dad was like, don't do it. It's prison. (laughs) So he was wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like like doing anything. Wait, I'm so sorry. I just realized. What? What? It's really Why are you sad sorry? because of your situation. What's the situation? I'm I am I'm smiling, but I'm sorry. What is it? That you had to give your dogs up in the divorce. Oh. Are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Tell what? talk okay. on I it. I thought this was gonna be like a jokey thing. No, talk on it so I know you're okay. It sucks. I had two dogs. They were rescues. Um one of them was my ex's for like a couple months before we met and the other one we got together while we were married and then we got divorced and they're all they're gone like i, I haven't seen them since are you okay i mean i think about them all the time oh but my like God. <laughs> it's horrible esther i mean we texted about this for like a while like when it kind of first happened i was yeah. like yeah like actually like a really hard part of it is that i miss my dogs but i i think it's like it's definitely what led me to get my job i have now yeah um so you've turned it into something good yeah like yeah that's sadness i've turned i've like i feel like i honor my dogs and ex-wife all these things and myself and by helping the other dogs yeah. like i feel like i feel all their love at once when i'm with the rescues that's really nice i'm y- proud of you thank you there's nothing better than when someone takes something negative and makes it a positive yeah, it was, like, too hard, I guess. I didn't want to, like, just every day think about something that I missed. I wanted yeah. to, like, I don't know, be involved somehow. And it's, like... Take action. Yeah, it was fine. It's been a good thing. Yeah. Okay, so, I'm proud of you. Thank you. Um, Let's do a concern. You don't want to do one more question? Okay, we'll do one more question. I think we should do one more okay. question. All right. Oh, I like this one. From Cody Blue 36 Puffer Coats. Discuss in all caps. Blue heart. I have a puffy coat. It's from Aritzia. It's. Where's that again? Aritzia? There's one in Century City. Oh, yeah. You told me this. Okay. (sighs) Puffy coats. um, They make you look really overweight. (laughs) They add so much weight. And as a short person, I really can't afford that. But. Hot girls love them. Cool girls. When I wore my puffy coat in New York, I was like stopped on the street by the coolest, youngest women who complimented me. How many did this? It happened to me three to four times a day. Are you serious? Yes. That's what people do there? Or is it just you with the puffy coat? It was, it would happen on the street, but it would also happen like in a restaurant or in an establishment. But I think hot girls love puffy coats. That's it. Like they're cool. I think it's like something about the really skinny pretty girls like it's like exotic to them to add all this weight on yeah like they're controlling like the looking bigger <laughs> yeah so Jeez. puffy coats are cool thank okay. you cody okay thanks cody concerns yeah all right let's go to concerns i'm a little nervous hold on let me just pull it up carlos you should be ready <laughs> I'm concerned that you like the movie Adventureland a little too much. Wow. Can I just go on the record and say I'm not concerned about this. Thank Adventureland you. is great. There. But. Adventureland is so good. It has all the elements of a good movie. Like it's funny in the theme park. It takes you on a journey. It, um, I don't know. It's just a great like. 
Theme park settings You're are great. You're back at home. Mm. I love movies that include that. It ends well, too. He, like, goes to New York, and it, like, shows New York. In Don't the ruin 80s. the ending. They've all... I'm okay with it. It, it came so out much, in 09. There's so much content out there, though, and, like, people... I feel... I'm okay with it. I... I if I spoil something from 09, like, that's kind of on you. No. I'm not of that subscription. I think that if no, you're no, listening no, no, no. to this podcast, you should probably have seen Adventure. Carlos, there's so much content out there. People but there wasn't in 2009. But I saw it at the thing. Arc like dumb on a Sunday morning. I saw it at Old Orchard Mall on a Tuesday night by myself. I was not by myself. I was with my second girlfriend ever. <laughs> Hillary. You don't have to name the poor girl. She's she's fine. We're we're good now. She has two kids in Portland. Ugh, can you imagine? Don't shame kids. I'm not. Don't I'm just bring shaming the kids her. Into this. Well, she could have a cool life here. Oh, you're jealous. I'm not jealous. That's what you. Yeah, you are. You don't just be like, oh, they they could have this. Like, okay, you don't let's say just look that. At I'm- it like this. It's year eight into her marriage and all the kids being there. Oh. It's raining in Portland. She's driving a Subaru. I'm sure. <laughs> All That's right. not quite mommy's Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, and she's listening to Esther Club, and she's like, "Oh, like that's the like the La La Land life I miss, like the sunny skies, like no kids, no we're stress. We're like no stress. We were at a basketball game last night. <laughs> You're delusional about how good, quote unquote, like this life is. You may be right about that, but I think it's okay because it's a coping mechanism. So okay. You use the that. same one you probably use. At times, but I'm also comfortable with being things that are not perfect. All right. You know what? Nobody's life is perfect. You can't advertise, come to sunny California. No, it's your sadness follows you everywhere you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should move on from <laughs> dating stuff altogether. Well, let's do another concern. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the concerns are tearing us apart. <laughs> I'm concerned that your accountant is a family friend who doesn't really know what he's doing. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He's, that's. That's a good one. That's great. My accountant is silly. I've known him since I was a little kid. Silly? He's silly. The guy that does math all the time for you is silly? He's really silly. Is he the Riddler? He's. (laughs) He's funny. He's my, here's the thing. He's my dad's friend. Now my dad has very tumultuous friendships. So the first eight years I lived in LA, they weren't speaking. So I didn't use him as my accountant until the last two years. And he's a funny guy. You know, he's that guy when you're out shopping, when you're a kid and you're shopping with your dad and his friend, you know, someone says, sir, would you like a dressing room? And he just says, no. Mm-hmm. And just changes in the middle of the store. Like he's a he's a goofy guy. Okay, yeah. Um, but he's a great accountant. Really? Yes. Why? How do you know he's a great accountant? Um, why? And why is this a concern? Like, why would this even be a concern? Because this person who sent this concern in, like, is a, like very like straight and narrow. You know, like thinks that just because somebody eats a pot brownie like during a meeting that they're not suitable for taxes. I disagree. I don't do pot. I don't do brownies. I kind of disagree. I yeah, I disagree He's too. Good. Like 
plenty of successful people smoke marijuana. If an account messes up, like somebody catches that, right? Yeah, the other accountant he works with, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Any, let's do another concern. All right. I can tell those two are from the same person. I'm concerned about Donut in the pending divorce saga. What? You heard it here. Let's move on. That's that you don't. Okay. That's not a concern. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. No. Okay. That's a friend All right. that. All right, I got you. I'm concerned that the Nest Cam is making you paranoid. Then let's move on. You don't like that one? No. I'm concerned that your mood is too dependent on whether or not you're cupped up. <laughs> um. These are boring concerns to me. Let's cut these out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm concerned that you don't understand how to DVR shows you want to watch later. That one's just rude. I'm. You don't need to know DVR in this era. Why not? Because most people don't have cable. It's perfect. But you have cable. It's socially acceptable for me to not know how to use DVR. I'll just end it on that. But don't you have it at your house? Uh, it's not mine. But don't you watch the TV ever? No, I don't use the TV. I use Hulu. I I pretty much am exclusive with Hulu. But I feel like DVRing is an issue with you because I watch the Oscars at your place this year. Oh. And there is the DVR issue. Yeah, that's not on me. That's but wasn't on the it landlord. on? But no, but wasn't it on you? Like you DVR'd. <laughs> you press record on the red carpet special beforehand, but not on the actual Academy Awards. <laughs> All right, let's change the subject. <laughs> Um, I missed a bunch of awards. I want to play a game. I didn't know about this. Okay, so it's kind of... You're being side... What's it called? Blindsided. Yeah. I was going to say sideswiped. All right. We're going to have a contest. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to each go back and forth naming a 90s food. And whoever can't keep going loses. Okay. And then they have to... Whoever loses... Has to give their mom some Mercedes. <laughs> to the other person? Yeah. Okay. And if the person who loses doesn't have a mom's Mercedes, then the person they know the best with a mom's Mercedes <laughs> has to has to forfeit their mom's Mercedes because they were the next in line. <laughs> I'll go first. Go. Fettuccine Alfredo. Fuck, that was going to be mine. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, and I'm not prepared. I, I swear I don't have any in my mind. That was, I did have that one in my mind, but that was it. So it's fair. I have a good one. What? Chinese chicken salad. Good one. Okay. Teriyaki chicken. I think that's that counts. I'm out of them now. No, that is a good one. Teriyaki chicken. Tuna fish sandwich. That. Because we grew up in the 90s. That barely counts, but I'll count it. Thank you. Because that's still very much. I guess a 90s food is allowed to be alive today. Um, snack wells, the like devil's food. Those cookies are so good. You know what I'm talking about? Like the spongy I, yes, chocolate coated. Yes. It's weird that those are like diet, but they're so good. And they're also not really diet. They're just like low fat, which okay. is. The biggest bunch of BS. Low fat is actually bad. 
There's no bad foods. I forgot. Domino's thin crust pizza, like the box one. It's like when they started doing that, I think. Okay, fine. I'll like the squared ones. You know what I'm I talking? feel like the fact that you have to keep explaining it. You know what? Maybe I feel like my answer isn't that good, and I'm going to redo keep, it. Okay, keep up because I need time to think, too. Gushers. Great one. I'm going to just go with Dunkaroos because it made me Fuck. think of it. <laughs> yeah. um... Those. Fuck, it might not count if I can't remember. They're like... this... They were like your lunch Lunchables. Okay, pizza wow. Lunchables. That's good. Yeah, the make your own pizza Lunchable. That's good. Okay, I'm kind of stumped here. Hmm. Mm. Looks like I'll go get another Mercedes. <laughs> um, I, um, you know what? I'm gonna just. Gonna wow. We'll save it more for next time. There's no saving. It's the game is over, and I won. Yes, but which is unfortunate because. As the next in line with a mom's Mercedes, you actually do lose. Because I am not eligible. I should win something. Let us know what you want me to win. You win the title of winner. I'll I'll take it. But you do still have to give me your mom's Mercedes (laughs) based on the rule book that we all consented to. You're right. I did consent. We have it on camera. It was consensual. You played the game. I'm glad that like okay. last time we recorded, my tooth started bleeding <laughs> by the end. So I am happy that there's no curse this time. <laughs> it is a, the SPF zone, safe, positive, and fun, but mm-hmm. that doesn't... Not too much cursing, only natural cursing. Swear words or curses? I was going to say... Swear words. Oh, but Only witches have curses on their mind. You brought up curses, but before... Whatever. All right. You guys, the show, Esther Club, is coming to an end. Be confident about it. I am. Okay. Thank you, though. That was a good note. Um, Thank you for listening. We're finding our show. We're finding our voice. Um, We're talking about things. We're getting to know each other. We already know each other. No, the audience. I'm not always talking to you. You're so We're sitting here next to each other. I really did think that too. Look at me. When I'm looking at the camera, I'm not talking to you. You're right. This is the second time that's happened. Obsessed with himself. Gosh, you need need to see your therapist again today. Twice in one day. Um... (laughs) You guys, thank you for listening. Um, I'm at Esther Monster on Instagram. Carlos is at Herrera Carlos. And um, what else was I going to say? Oh, I'm going to be at JFL Northwest February 22nd. So you can get tickets to that to see my stand up hour um, February 22nd in Vancouver. And I think that's my only date that I have lined up so far, but I'm going to be announcing more dates soon. And um, Dollface, all episodes of the first season are on Hulu. All episodes of Alone Together, seasons one and two, are also on Hulu. Um, This podcast is brand new. Uh, You know, look, I'm not above saying to share it. If you want, you know, we're not at that place yet where we need to force the shares, but we'll just gently nudge the shares. Mm, Um, I didn't even think of that. Well, that's, yeah. Look, that's my responsibility. I guess so. You know? So mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. You shouldn't have that burden on you. You're right. I'm the daddy of the podcast. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
So um, anything else in closing? You know, don't be afraid to do an iTunes review. I'm sure we're at that place now that this has come out. Um, everyone have a great January. Test out some new resolutions. Let us know how much income we could make in a year off soda sales at an arena. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you. Ha <laughs> ha.